Hello and welcome to Video Games Tonight. I'm going to be your host, George Weedman, with my lovely assistants, Jimmy Belikoff and Matt Visual. We have an exciting show planned for you today with a special musical guest. Uh, Fred Durst is going to play us out towards the end oh, here. Gosh. But until then, I'm going to bring you some 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 wacky hijinks and commentary about uh, uh, local news stories tonight. The serious as well as the silly, the uh, the, the human interest as well as the humanitarian crisis. Um, and we'll find out more about that after the break. So so let's, let's oh wait, no, we're not going to a break. We're, 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 <laughs> no, we're, we're not. straight we just into started. the meat here. <laughs> we're going to start with shocking, controversial opinions. We're going to say what the man and the media are too afraid to say. I'm, I'm you know, George Weedman, the like politically incorrect, angry uh, video game nerd. voice of truth, bringing, bringing justice to the I'm gonna people. I'm going to take you back to the past to play the <laughs> shitty games that suck ass. Because you know what? You know, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to let them stop me from saying that Owlboy was only okay. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Did you guys get a chance to play it? <laughs> no. Find out more tonight on George Hates Fun. No, I didn't play it though, so I, I can't really say. It was yeah. a... It, it was a really big deal for like a week, and then did you notice that everyone kind of stopped talking about it? Uh, I noticed everyone stopped talking about it when literally all the people I follow made videos about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I kind of had to jump on that bandwagon too to the unfortunate result of ending up playing a kind of okay game i mean it's fine it's just um eh. it's just uh like like it doesn't really do anything different or new or unique and i mean like undertale seems like last year's indie gym that that charmed the hell out of everyone and and uh, i just don't know if we have one this year that really compares up to that level i was kind of thinking that owl boy might be able to fill that hole but what we got is kind of a uh, beautiful looking game that has like absolutely some of the highest standards in pixel art around, but combat oh, is yeah. kind of a a spammy, repetitive situation where where you blast projectiles across the screen by pointing and clicking on things with your mouse, and and there's a lot of uh, pixely artifacts that fly around that make it kind of hard to read, and and it's really like the puzzles that I think killed it for me, like really easy Zelda style block puzzles that have obvious switches placed in obvious places that need obvious cues that. It doesn't uh, really make the most most use of in terms of just having either of those two dimensions be like difficult or innovative or, or creatively built enough to to get me hooked. And I was seriously wondering if I was crazy for a while until I saw more posts pop up after the week honeymoon ended about other people who it just wasn't clicking with. I don't know. I mean, I haven't played it, uh, so I can't speak to that very well. I will say that. It had like a nine-year development cycle, right? Oh gosh, which is crazy, and and you can yeah. like see it kind of hurt that. I well, that's what I'm saying. Is that's what I was gonna say. Is like a game that's been in development for that long. I would assume that the the dev or the devs have, would be a team or a single person. I forgot, but uh, probably opened up the development with like, I have a game that I want to make, as opposed to like, I have this cool art that I want to make. So they probably laid down a lot of the gameplay foundation long before, like long, long ago. So do, does any of it, like, this is a weird question, but would any of it have felt innovative like seven years ago? I don't think it would have felt innovative so much as it would have felt more novel. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, I I don't want to give make excuses for it. I, I still want to play it, but... uh. 
I would venture a guess that that might factor in to that. Whereas like, like, um, you know, back when like Meat Boy and stuff came out, that that right. stuff was like, like, oh shit, like super yeah. hard platform. We, we haven't had that since the SNES days, but now, you know, everyone's made a you super get hard that. platform or whatever. You get that with MMOs a lot because they go into these development cycles, uh, like when WoW was coming out, when WoW was like right. popular and then they yeah. were, oh, we're going to make a better WoW. And then they come out with it and it's just like too late. It's just way it too late. It is a better WoW, but it's yeah. too late for a better WoW. It, yeah, it's too late for a better WoW. Like a lot of yeah. that has happened like, like what the past, what, three years or so to MMOs? And now yeah, we're yeah. finally getting some some decent stuff coming out. But yeah. Yeah. I, and, and the situation with Owlboy is that it's not necessarily like uh, even really difficult enough to differentiate itself like meat boy you kind of run and jump but you also stick to walls and and play with the speed button that makes things play really differently from how they did back in the day owl boy has a lot more verticality and and rotation going on than you got back in the day but the uh like fundamentals of its puzzle design are just really really stuck in the easiest of easiest zelda games that it probably would have it definitely would have been more novel when it came out seven years ago, but I also don't know if it would have made as big a splash even back then as um, stuff it, well, like Meat Boy the, and Braid were it, doing. I think if the art was was that good, which I assume that a lot of the development process was also making that fucking gorgeous art, uh, I think it might. I think it would have been at least a cult staple. Um, I don't think it would have been, you know, Braid, Meat yeah. Boy, Castle Crashers, any kind of thing like that, but. I'm just saying that the gameplay wise, it might have just started in the past. And so you can't really like diverge from that if you've like yeah, built a whole yeah. game around it. And then, you know, I'm thinking Castle Crashers too. I don't exactly know how much like love and nostalgia there is associated for that one either, but it did help get the indie market going. And I bet it would have occupied the same role, like not necessarily like leading the charge, but supporting mm-hmm. it from from a very close position behind. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Castle Crashers sold really fucking well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just actually going to look it yeah, up right but, now. But, but how many people are wearing Castle Crashers t-shirts at cons versus... Uh, did they t-shirts? make Castle Crashers t-shirts? I, I, don't, I don't think it was <laughs> that type of game that you were like, oh, there's a cult following. It was more like it tapped into some of the... I would say in um, casual market as well. Like even on mm-hmm. oh, like uh, the consoles. It's like, oh man, a four player co-op game. Like we used to do back yeah. in arcades. Let's grab uh, that real quick. You know? According, oh look, a deer that can fart and, and explode. Like, yes. According to the uh, the wiki page on Castle Crashers, the Xbox 360 arcade version sold... 2.6 million copies by the end of 2011. Yeah. And it came out in 2008. So, oh, I mean... That, that is pretty good. Yeah, for for an indie game, even by today's standards, that's, that's far and away a success. Yeah. So, um, one problem that was bugging me while reviewing Owlboy is that Shovel Knight exists, which is a yeah. game that does not necessarily innovate either at all. But I really, really enjoyed myself a lot more when I was playing it. And I feel like it comes down to how refined the thing it's emulating is as well, too. Like Shovel Knight, the difficulty and pacing feels at just the right place. But it's also got a lot more charm and humor and and just life 
and it's uh, mm. styling that that Owlboy kind of lags behind. And, and that like hurts to say because you can look at any screenshot of it and see, wow, there was a lot of love put into this. But the story is this like really generic melodramatic thing where they try to David Cage ham up some emotions with with characters who go through sappy problems, but don't really uh, stick with like the humor and the bright points to make those sappy problems feel sappy, which is really mm. important. I don't know. Like, yeah, I remember the, the last uh, battle of Shovel Knight and how it's like, whoa, shit's getting serious after this like. Mm -hmm game about making joke puns with frogs all of a sudden and an <laughs> owl boy is like whoa shit's getting serious from 10 minutes on to the end and occasionally when they joke it's not really good jokes so it doesn't make you appreciate the serious as much as the as the positives mm. yeah i don't know i still want to check it out eventually down the line see what i think of it because i haven't really seen much of the gameplay just a lot of the pictures and a lot of people's sentiments on the game so yeah i mean i would say it's like out. worth a uh like quick cheap re weekend romp if you have not a lot of time or money to spend at great consequence for it that's i'd say that's a not a glowing review but uh, still in the positives i suppose yeah <laughs> i i mean i i really like pixel art like good professional yeah. standard yeah. pixel art and it was worth knowing what that looks like because you don't get a lot of opportunities to see what that looks like anymore kind of yeah, like watching I'm, a beautifully animated movie that's not that great of a story but beautifully animated um, um final fantasy evan children <laughs> king's glaive i actually heard king's Glaive was was pretty good but then i oh i heard it was I, bad too that's interesting. I, I also heard that. I'll, yeah, I don't did, know. Did Square Enix's did, did their movie division want. finally at least make a divisive release instead of one that just everyone doesn't like? Hey, I liked Advent Children. Really? Yeah, I liked Advent Children. Yeah, Advent Children I really liked fun. Advent Children. I'm in a room with people who liked Advent Children. Okay, I'm I mean, I didn't love it. I'm not like, oh my god. Like, it was, it like, was more like, like wow, look. look at these graphics. I yeah, wish, yeah, <laughs> wish we had that. I watched it when it came out when I was younger, and yeah, the graphics exactly. were were blowing mm -hmm. me away. And I'm not a big Final Fantasy guy, so I just saw like all the dudes that I know of in Final Fantasy VII fucking duking it out. And I was like, this is badass. Like, the fight with Sephiroth was sick. And then the other half of the movie was was dilly-dally, shilly-shally. So, I mean, yeah. take with that what you will. But, like... <laughs> I, yeah. I remember seeing it as, as a teenager, like, being visually impressed, but even then being like... I, I could not recount the story even at the time. I was just like, what the hell is going on? I don't could know. Could you recount the, 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 the scenes, though? I, bet you I remember flower Tifa fields fighting and fast that. motorcycles and children. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when all of Cloud's friends threw him one by one by yeah. one up up the tower? Was it that physics. the whole movie too? Physics. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't yeah. make sense physics wise, but he did cut the fuck open on on Bahamut. Or is that Bahamut? So right? hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so a very visually. It's it's like it's a shonen movie, is what it is. Mm. It's like filler story shit in the middle, but then you get to the fight scenes that are like really well animated, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is what I came for." I got yeah. it. Anyway, anyway, it's like when Naruto and Sasuke fought, exactly, and, and they like immediately switch to another like art style, and you're like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> yeah, ah, spaghetti yeah. style is awesome. Yeah, spaghetti um, style. 
Yeah, spaghetti style where their hands are all slinky and you can really feel yeah. the momentum. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I wish Dragon Ball Super would do it, but Dragon Ball Super has some garbage animation anyways. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Before we jump off of Alloy, I just want to say you're talking about like really good pixel art and everything. And uh, do you guys, do you guys know Heavy Eyed Mitch mm-hmm. uh, from New no. Zealand? He's a small YouTuber, but oh, uh, people out there, uh, give him a shout out if you guys want a good video to go watch. He did a video on what some people are coining uh, the high bit era, yes. which is like yeah, that's like what Owlboy's devs termed it. Right? He yeah, I think he like took some from that article to, to inspiration to make that video. But yeah, like games like Hyperlight Drifter and stuff that it at, at a glance looks like, oh, this is this is on the Super Nintendo or something, but it's has a level of polish that was unobtainable on those kind of systems. And I think like Owlboy is a good example of that, just like purely visually, but it when pixel art is done really well, it really shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got your bits, but they're too high to count. Yeah. Does he really have heavy eyes? I I don't know. A heavy eye? Just one heavy eye? His YouTube moniker is heavy eyed. Anyway. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. What have have you guys Uh, been playing? uh, Well, (laughs) briefly, I'll just say I played uh, some Overwatch competitive season three yesterday for all my placements. Uh, they've like done a lot of changes. They buffed the motherfucking shit out of Soldier Seventy Six, and good. he's way too fucking strong. No, he's no, perfect. Bad. No, bad. He's, he's fine. He's a good. He's a good video game character now. No, bad. <laughs> the guy could shred a, a tank in a single clip, as he should. No, he shouldn't. Jeez, he should are not. You serious? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> fucking Seventy Six can like three or four shot most of the cast with a good aim. Which, like, you know, granted, if you have a good aim, you should get benefits, but, like, that fucker is, that fucker is the meta. There's a 76 on both sides of every competitive game. Like, it doesn't matter what point, doesn't matter attack or defense. Everybody needs a, a 76 oh, as, like, their carry stuff. right now. Love it. So, waiting for the nerf, but, um, there's a new map coming out. It's on the PTR, I haven't played it. Uh, Sombra is out. She's, whatever. She's pretty bad. Right now. <laughs> um. Oof. And I'm trying to think if there's any other Overwatch stuff. I think that's it. Oh, Overwatch was trending on Facebook the other day, and I was like, "Oh, what is it? Is it new announcements?" And I moused over it, and it's an article. I forgot what it was on. I think it was on Polygon, but it was an article that was like, the title of the article was "Overwatch is probably going to have a winter themed update." And I'm like, "Yeah, wow, and, like, is it really that popular? Holy crap!" Yeah, it is, but like, good. Good job saying what literally everybody was thinking after the Halloween update. They're like, oh, Halloween update. They're probably gonna have a Christmas one. Yeah. Like, like, <sighs> wow. Like, For it to trend, that means like a lot of people play that. Oh, yeah. Overwatch For them is still... to just be like, oh, winter update. Wow. That is yeah. ridiculous. Okay. Uh, aside from that, I actually bought two new games. Oh, is one of them Pokemon? <gasps> One of them is Pokemon. Oh, how do I, I know? Didn't, uh, I didn't actually buy that. That was the review copy that the decks got uh, after release. So thanks, Pokemon Company, for being stupid. Anyway, uh, that game is pretty good. I'm playing it very slow right now. I'm so far behind everybody. Still trying to stay unspoiled, but it's getting harder by the day. I've muted like half the people I follow on Twitter. 
<laughs> People on Twitter uh, are loving to unmute them. the new Pokemon. It Okay, I just got to a thing. It's very early in the game. Matt, you've been playing it, right? Yeah, yeah, I have. Okay. I'll give you a full explanation. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, on the first island, mm-hmm. uh, they, they've like broken up gyms and everything. It's like it's these like trials and there's like a, yeah. a like island kahuna that you have to fight. And they finally did a thing that they should have done in like a generation three, like this should have been a thing forever ago, but God damn is it implemented so well. Uh, they got rid of HMs Ooh. entirely. Ooh. Done. Mm. Gone. That's the reason why I bought the game, man. I was so fun. You remember when I was, so, I was so frustrated. I was like, man, they, they did so many good things to Omega Ruby mm-hmm. and they still have HMs. Why? Yeah. So basically uh, after you beat each of the, after you beat things, they give you another thing on your Poke Ride, which is what it's called. Mm. It's basically like Uber for Pokemon that can help Amazing. you do stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just got Tauros. That's the first one you get. He basically acts like the bike, so you can go really fast. But when you're going really fast, you're like fucking Goron Link in in Majora's Mask. And you get like fire streaking off you, and you can just rush through... Big breakable rocks. So, so rock don't need, smash, basically. Yeah, you don't need a Pokemon with rock smash. You don't need a badge to. You just call Tauros. It appears instantly. There's no cutscene. You just like menu Tauros, and it's like, and you're on Tauros, and then you just fucking take off and break the rocks, and it feels fantastic. Way you better. You don't have than to waste your party. It's so it every it's just better, just it, better. It's ridiculous. All right, it, like just for people who haven't played, it's it's almost a parody. Um, at this point, because you you're, <laughs> you you get on Tauros and you could just ride through anywhere, like even through yeah. the town, run into people. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like it's it's crazy. This Pokemon game, it, they they went nuts with it. They're like, forget it, whatever. He can you can just ride this anywhere. You can fight Pokemon with while riding it, and then you will show up with yeah. your riding outfit. Yeah, like what you the, stay heck? In the outfit? It's so good. <laughs> okay, like, but yeah. like. To people who aren't really into Pokemon, this sounds like a small thing, but at this point, the series is basically every generation is new Pokemon that you get to find, new characters, a story that you're probably not going to care too much about, but you'll you'll play through it and enjoy it, and quality of life. Every generation has quality of life updates, and this has been a very big one, so it's a very good step and... In the uh, right direction. Oh, and it's just also Ooh. character customization is back, and it's really good this time instead of mm-hmm. being really shit like it was in X and Y. And mm-hmm. I picked a girl trainer because I guy trainers got shafted with the fucking customization again. They have less yeah. options. They, they I, I again, play their a little hair boy. is like I'm sorry. Their ha- well, well, I guess like, they're playing a little girl is no different, but still, <laughs> I just can't. You know. I just can't get pigeonholed into like. Hi, young boy. What haircut would you like? Short? Slightly less short? Long, maybe? Yeah. And it's like, that, yeah, no. is there any styles? You got a mohawk? Yeah, girls get so many styles, dude. Yeah. Right so off the bat, many. it's like, I got a haircut as a girl in the game, and it's like, oh, you want long hair? How would you like the bangs? And I was like, yeah. guys don't fucking get this shit. It that just means best. it's more realistic. Yeah. Listen. Men's fashion is shit. Especially during summer. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't look good and be a boy no. in summer. It's just, it's not no, possible. No, no, you guys, you guys, mm-mm. you guys need to get a couple of the fashion magazines. You know what I'm saying? I, my, it, it shouldn't be I, so I, hard. Watch, watch the queer <laughs> I, eye for a straight guy. 
and I you're have, good to go. I, I have a wife who's been helping me find actual good fashion for men, and it's, we're getting there. I bet I it's would very if I could to find look good during shit. summer. <laughs> I just imagine you with like short shorts on. God, just H two H two production stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So Matt, you kind of chuckled when I mentioned Pokemon. What's what's uh, well, what you? Okay, so I'm <laughs> I'm I just got off the first island. Like I've bought okay. this. The I'm still on the first second island, so. day. Oh, you too? Like, I, like, I just, just have no Kuna. time. Like, yeah. people might think, like, oh, why isn't there no vid- no video? You playing Pokemon all day. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> on my lunch no. break, I play Pokemon. When, you know, when I'm not tired, I play Pokemon. Like, I, I was on a journey to catch a Pikachu because I was looking at the Pokedex because I like to catch everything, which is yeah. another... Why did they take that out? Why, like the the, the route finder? Yes, yeah. that is so yeah. stupid. Why yeah. would you take that out? That is like one of the yeah. best things of the previous generation. <sighs> yeah, like the, the sneaking and finding the Pokemon, the shinies. Like what? Yeah, that is so oh. sad. It was one. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, while we're talking quality of life, steps backwards. Call for help. Fuck that. <laughs> That's some Fuck stupid that. check. <laughs> Fuck the guy at Pokemon who made that. Okay, when we fought... Okay, in the trials, you fight this, like, Pokemon that's all glowing. It's the it's the totem Pokemon, and it's like mm. bigger and it's beefier and mm. it hits harder. And it uses this call for help feature. And I'm like, all right, this is a boss fight. This is meant to be like yeah. a battle of attrition. That's fine. As soon as you beat that guy, every Pokemon ever gets the ability to call for help, which basically means while you're fighting it, if you get it lower on health, like below half, it can use it can attack you and also use a bonus action in that turn to be like, oh, somebody help me. And another Pokemon has a chance of showing up. And then it's a two on one. And you can't put out another Pokemon, but they fucking can. And when there's two Pokemon out, you can't throw a Pokeball. Because I quote the game, it's impossible to aim when there are two po- Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I- well, you're a kid. You're a kid, you know? Yeah, you yeah, gotta so. be 18 or over. Yeah, to, I, to, throw, to aim your balls you know, correctly. Balls at more than one person. Right. You, know? you can't trust kids you to be know the where, legal to, where to put their balls. For, for something like that. It's as, someone responsibility. Trying, yeah. as someone trying to fill out the decks and catch all the things on the island, if a Pokemon calls for help, I run immediately. I don't care. At that point, it's too much work for me. It's like, fuck it. I, you, you and your friend can fuck off. Go ahead. I have a story about that, actually. So Go I, ahead. I, all right. I've been, I knew that there was a Pikachu because I looked at my Pokedex to see what I was missing before I go to another island. And I saw there's a Pichu and a Pikachu. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, snap. Oh, snap. I, I never get a Pikachu. The last time I got a Pikachu was like in yellow, like years mm-hmm. ago, you know, and that, that was cool. Like being able to follow behind you and stuff. I wish they didn't ever took that out. But anyways, um, so I I know the areas and I just just kept going in, in and out of the grass over and over again in all the areas. Just kept going, going like hundred encounters later. Nothing like and I'm like. <laughs> Waiting for oh, no. waiting for the wife, you know, as she gets home from work, doing it during the lunch break, you know, you know, picking up this, whatever, just, you know, turn it on, do it, come home. And I'm like, where is this Pikachu? 
I want my Pikachu because I wasn't able to catch Pikachu on Pokemon Go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. this is like my revenge. I haven't picked up Pokemon <laughs> Go since. Your, re- your redemption. Yes. Yes. And so I I tweeted out and people were like, oh, are you checking the right grass? I'm like, guys, come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> I re- like, I review games. You shouldn't be telling me that. Like, if you think that way, then I don't. Damn. <laughs> you think really low of me. But um, yeah. what ended up happening is eventually a Pikachu. Uh-huh. came out and uh-huh. i was like okay okay finally after like 200 300 encounters you know i'm ready to go yeah. so i go to yeah. catch it calls for help <laughs> oh. so i got one low and i was like all right forget it. i'm gonna kill this one it calls for help for a pikachu uh-huh. level three and then i kill the pikachu to try to capture the Pikachu, and then the Pikachu calls another Pikachu. <laughs> God damn it. Now, so if people stupid. don't understand this, they can do a move. The Pikachus can do a move and then call for help. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't expend their turn no. to call for help. No. So it the, it will continually call for help. I had a um, a drowsy so I could put them to sleep, which tends to help as well. Um, and um, but I didn't have it with me at the time, so it was a test of will. Okay, so now I had to spend a good ten minutes catching a Pikachu and trying to kill the other Pikachus while trying not to kill the Pikachu that I want because I wanted a level three one. Ah, uh, anyways, that that's yeah. that's the Pikachu. Anyway, the, the Pokemon is good, even though they took away some of that some of those features. I, I'm kind of disappointed. Um. It's more like a single player experience now. Like at least the first island is like there's a lot mm-hmm. of cutscenes and stuff, and you're like, uh, I don't care. Sort of. <laughs> sort Wait, of were other Pokemon's recently more of a multiplayer thing? Um, there were. Yeah, there's the, like in X and Y had a lot of the Wonder Trade thing yeah. and everything. It it tried to make it a very uh, interpersonal experience where you like constantly interact with people and you see people at the bottom of your screen oh yeah yeah there's like a nearby feature where it's like people who are and it's not even nearby it's people who are online in the same area yeah um, in the game will like be scrolling past on the bottom and you can like request a trade or a battle or just <laughs> you can just send them the the notifi- notification of nice so you like hit the little star you select the person you hit a star and it goes nice on their screen a little star flashes by. <laughs> that's my favorite that's my favorite i would just give people nices all the time <laughs> anyway yeah uh, but yeah that's pokemon yeah pokemon pokemon one, uh, one step forward half maybe a full step back i don't know yeah they're they're always doing one thing better and one thing stupid that, at that. least the grid is no more uh, yeah, no more grid. And the 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 fights are cool. <laughs> Welcome to 2001. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it you could see you see it's at, at its limits. Like there's no way mm. they're going to be able to do the I would love to see full animations of my Pokémon actually hitting the other Pokémon. I don't know if how hard it is to do that, but mm. I'm hoping on the NX this won't be a problem anymore. Pokemon Stadium came close in like yeah. 1999 
and they and never, made never really one. gotten that close since. Yep, and it sucks that it hasn't. And the XD and uh, another one yeah, for the yeah. GameCube, Coliseum yeah. and XD. Yeah. Um. <laughs> before we go to the to the news, I want to talk very quickly about another franchise making what I feel is one step forward and also one step backward. I would like to also briefly talk about a game, but go ahead. Okay, okay. But Battlefield One, Matt, you played yep. Battlefield Four with me a while. We had like grand old times, just mm-hmm. just joining up with the dad squad and and running around the map, having hijinks where we toss buildings off of ramps, toss build, toss vehicles off of ramps, right? Toss right? buildings. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was it was, it was like fun. One, it was good, clean fun. You can't do that in this one. Yeah. And and this one is a it's a streamline sequel. They they took a lot of features out in order to try to strengthen up the core but right now i feel like i made the mistake of buying a battlefield game on launch instead of waiting a year and a half later to buy the super premium duper edition for 25 dollars like you should because uh the the balance of weapon damages are so out of whack right now like you you, you should go watch the donkey video it's, it's, a, it's a historically accurate world war one simulation in which no matter where you try to go on the battlefield you you die immediately from like (laughs) either a sniper shooting you from far away because snipers now have a sweet spot mechanic where they will one hit ko you at at a certain distance even if they hit you in the upper torso rather than just the head or from uh planes and bombers who just have really good sight lines move really slow so they can study their aims and get like two good instant shots on you that two hit ko you and you can't fight back against that uh mortars which straight up blow you up from undercover in, in Battlefield 1, you really had to sacrifice a spot in your gadgets for for mortars at the expense of other things. And here, since there aren't as many other temptation options to fill that slot with, more players have mortars that they're blowing each other up with effortlessly. Hooray! It seems like enforced mediocrity. Like, I'm coming from the last <laughs> game. I was really good at the last game. I quite enjoyed the last game. And now I'm in the middle of the scoreboard with about the same score as everyone else, which makes the whole problem of who wins the match and who is good at the game is kind of a crapshoot of who runs into as many one hit KOs as other players do like like right now I think shotguns and snipers are the most problematic of of the two weapons going on right now and I honestly don't know how they're going to fix the sniper rifles because this whole one hit KO sweet spot mechanic is like a new back of the box feature of the game that's supposed to make playing oh. recon more fun um and and as as far as shotguns go i could easily imagine them just doing like a soft nerf on them but shotguns have never really been that important in a battlefield game you're you're supposed to be shooting people from from far distances and here everyone's weapon since it's quote unquote with like a billion quotes world war one combat they try to get you closer to each other so everyone is is kind of like picking shotguns and the stuff with the highest rate of fire rather than the stuff that actually requires you to like play with precision and aim and and it's just Mm. like it just feels cheap like i'm i'm getting a lot of cheap deaths my my win loss ratio is heavily on the loss side maybe i need to get good maybe i need to give it more time but i uh i i i feel really really sad about this one playing it makes me sad it makes me sad (laughs) for for world war one what a what a tragic moment in history it was and then and somehow i feel like that's not exactly what they're trying to convey in a battlefield one game yeah that sounds like something that would be said as like a like oh this game is so artistic but unintentional art. an unintentional <laughs> yeah. art hawk 
<laughs> and that's why Battlefield One is ah. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted at us recently. I think there's a new Art Hawk episode out. Ooh. Someone like linked an episode. I, I, it was like late at night. It, one of those things where I open Twitter, scroll, and I'm like, "That's a thing," and I close and go to bed immediately. <laughs> hey kids, go Sorry. YouTube search for Art Hawk, and you'll have a giggle or two. The Candy Crush one is whew, so good. Okay. Um, were those your your battlefield thoughts? Yeah, those are my my, okay. my battle thoughts. Okay. Uh, last thing before the last thing that I played, I got fucking Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster's out. Oh, uh, which one? The guys... one made by the the spaceship people? Oh yeah, people the are dangerous uh, people. right now. This is the non-Atari. This is not Roller Coaster Tycoon. This is the spiritual successor spin-off slash like Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it is. The one it that is. was in early access for a while. Yeah, Frontier it's Developments. A, it's, the same people who yeah, make yeah. um um Elite Dangerous. And oh, okay, RCG3. I I didn't know that. They've They made Three? I, I believe so. I'll, I'll check oh, myself you're right, you're while, right, right. while you um, talk. Frontier did make three, and they had a hand in two as well. They did the so expansion for Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. the real Roller Coaster Tycoon sequel. It, yeah, this is not Roller Coaster Tycoon World, which is apparently a heaping heap of garbage, but <laughs> uh, Planet Coaster is god tier. Whoa. Um, some people are saying that this is like like a, it's basically just like a very, very, very much better version of three, and I haven't played three. So if that's true, then I need to give three a look over to because I, I I just heard bad things about three for so long, so I never played it. Um, but holy fucking shit, you guys! Planet Coaster is amazing. There is a feature in the game where you can you can be like, oh, you want to make like a food stall. Here, let's make you let's let you make a custom one. And it gives you a little like box room, like of the smallest possible room it can give you that's like this would be like the inner workings of the stall and the front thing where people can buy stuff from it. And then you can in like you have the ability to place in 3D space around the building in like a, a zoned out area so you can make exactly how big the thing is. Any number of paths or scenery you can place the scenery like you can spin it in 3d and you can clip it through the building and you can like basically design a building from the ground up with their pre-built assets and it has a uh, workshop steam workshop support so people could just add shit and just just do that and just make basically a completely customized like shop or stall or ride and just you know that's fucking awesome. Also, I'm looking uh, at uh, some screenshots of theme parks that look really good. Like, they're really curvy. Yes. It doesn't look like a grid-based yes. system. Uh, the coaster building is... It's like... It has a very elaborate grid that doesn't... Nece nothing necessarily snaps to. It doesn't look like a grid from a distance. It, it does not. It's... Uh, I'd say it's like... Uh, at a guess it's like um two powers higher than the grid in in like what is that uh like when you multiply two by itself and then two by itself again uh, uh, like an exponential increase yeah exponential exponents exponents microsoft yeah. expone yeah yeah it's it, it would be like it's a grid it's there because you can tell when you're like rotating stuff but it's so much more fine-tuned and also um there is just an option in the 
when you're building tracks and everything, there's just a button that says like smooth. And so you can like select a portion of the track <laughs> and you could smooth it out. Um, so it'll just like, it won't, it won't alter it like majorly, but you can just make it, you know, like a little less mechanical in its construction. Yeah. I just sent you a screenshot of something that looks like too curvy for me to really picture right now what the uh, editing tools look like, which probably means they're really good editing tools. Uh, yeah, this like look at all those curves. Damn. A lot of the buildings in the screenshot that you sent look like they were custom built as well. Uh, all the scenery in this looks like, aside from like trees and stuff, that was all placed and stuff. But like that, like weird rock spire that looks like a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. That person just created that out of rock. I stuff. I really like the sound of this. It's very good. All the tools are really robust. Um, the, from what I played of like two missions in the campaign. First of all, first park that you play in is three different pirate themed parks. So fuck yeah to that. <laughs> Thank you developers for catering exactly just to me. Um, but, uh, it's just like, everything is so robust and the campaign stuff actually seems slightly challenging. Like the first park, first two parks are pretty easy. The third one that I'm on right now, it's, it starts you with like a bankrupt park and it's like, this park is really indebted and it has no rides and it's making negative money right now. Uh, your goal is to get it high up into the positives and <laughs> I miss those. It, and you yeah, do it's that actually by like just, difficult. Just making rides, like making rides, like it's a half-built park, so you have like paths and everything. But you get, and you have like a a bunch of rides and a little bit of money to start out with. And it's your, it's up to you to like, you know, make the rides in a good place, keep like keep them well sceneried so people still find them exciting and do all that kinds of stuff and just make it profitable again. And I, that's just like the first mission. There's like many more missions in the campaign. There's a sandbox mode. You can. Like make, I think you can make scenarios and like play other people's scenarios. Scenarios are, are kind of a lost art. For some reason, a lot of uh, newer strategy and tycoon games don't have them. And I remember being really, really interested in them as a kid as kind of like a, a pseudo campaign, but also um, as, as like a historical teaching tool. Um, there was a scenario in the SimCity 3 expansion that enabled scenarios where mm -hmm. you like had to do Berlin unification after the Cold War, where you oh. had like one side of Berlin that was really, really shitty and underfunded and underpopulated and the other side that wasn't. And like they they recreated the city for this specific scenario and you were supposed to figure out how to how to fix this weird problem they gave you that was actually based on like real life history. And I thought that was super cool. <laughs> and and also uh roll, the roller coaster tycoon games have always had super good scenarios too because yeah like, they, they they give you goals which which is yeah. something that i didn't have a problem with as a kid but doing as an adult and which is weird because now that i'm an adult these games have a lot less of those yeah it's it's definitely i'm looking in i'm looking forward to like really digging in <clears throat> to the later parts of this game and uh <clears throat> god there was something i was going to mention oh yeah if you want to know how like in depth you can make, <clears throat> make stuff. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Um, you can put on individual pieces of track for roller coasters a trigger mechanism, and then you can put special effect scenery. So like a jet of fire or a big splash of water or like electricity across like a floor panel, and you can run a trigger line between that piece of track and that special effect. So that you can have like 
oh, it goes through this really fast part and then goes through a loop. And as it goes through a loop, big jets of fire shoot out like all around it. <laughs> it's so fucking cool, you guys. Can you, this is really important too. Can you ride your, your roller coasters in first yes. person? Excellent. Yes, you can. You can ride I, them in first person and you can have a reverse camera to view like the guests riding it as well. If you I, want. I really hope that they or the fans make a VR patch for that. Now, yeah, that would be cool. Also, uh, somebody on Twitch in like the back in early access, they did the reverse camera showing the guests, and they put their green screen self like cut off at the waist. Oh my god! In, in front of the fucking roller coaster, <laughs> and they were like, "Wait!" They're like, "Whoa! This is ah, it's great. Good, good shit. Good now, clean fun." And the guests cut in line. How's that AI going? No. Uh, I haven't. Exp- I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if there's vandalism or anything like that. Like there was in Roller Coaster Tycoon. You can make pr- like fast pass lines though. Like you mm. can make a queue line, and then you can make another queue line that splits off of it and goes basically like you know half the distance or whatever. That mm. like, and you can make like an uh like a kiosk that sells extra price tickets to that ride to like get like cut the line for for the How rich the kids. Best? Can you can you like <laughs> take out take out track and they fly? I've seen off? some gifs. I, I haven't um, experimented with any uh, genocidal yeah, maps yet. People yet? Jimmy, no, I haven't. On. I've been I've been busy making the pirate parks. Okay, okay. I haven't had much time. With it. I've only played a couple hours. Animated. I'm gonna try to find you guys some gifs. Okay, because I've seen we'll, some pretty we'll, hilarious ones. We'll catch up on these hilarious gifs at the break, but um. I stick around because we got we got the video game awards to talk about. Ooh, Ooh yummy, yummy. Bush. So during the bathroom break, I sent everyone a GIF, and 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 for our humble listener, I just want to describe to you the mental image of uh, what it would look like to see a a roller coaster shaped flock of human bodies flying high in the sky. Yeah, and coming, yep. they look like like a flock of birds. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. whoever is is in this uh, GIF here. Was was able to get a cart of of roller coaster patrons flying off a ramp and out of the cart, and they still like retain their their cart esque formation in well, the air. From what I can tell, they actually send the roller coaster like bowling ball style into a cluster <laughs> of of footpath walkers. Yeah, oh, no. and as, yeah, that's why they look like a trail because I think it like cuts through them and leaves them as it's like. It's like how a plane has the little like uh, the little like cloud trail behind it. 
like that, but of human bodies. It's the bouncing, dude. The bouncing <laughs> the gets bounce, me, Yeah, they man. come down and they hit the floor and they're like, boom. And they, they all like bounce. flail. They kind of like T-pose through the air, but with Ragdoll turned on. I want to know what happens after. Like, <laughs> like what is what happens? What does it do is to you, the, are you the shut economic down simulation? That? That's a yeah. lot of bodies, man. That's, that is that's a, that's a, lot that's of a tragedy. Yeah. Um, speaking of tragedies. Oh, oh, segways. Oh. Hey. No Man's Sky. Sky. <laughs> I was looking across this list and I was like, which tragedy are we starting yeah, off with? Yeah, yeah, I knew it had to be No Man's Sky. So it's really like unfortunate timing that they released their, their first big update. Like, no, people, we promise we're going to try to update the game. The same day as the mm. UK Advertising Standards Authority decided, no, everyone, you're wrong. It's not misleading advertising. <laughs> oh, like, like so I'm the sure people were of, super happy about that. The cycle <laughs> of infuriating stories about No Man's Sky has yet to conclude. Um, so basically, what had happened is the ASA in the UK decided that uh, the Steam screenshots up for No Man's Sky on Steam were quote-unquote not misleading, uh, which is kind of sort of in line with their previous rulings. When I was doing my video about it, I found a lot of cases of them uh, deciding to put the the this is not representative gameplay disclaimer on trailers that were like explicitly pre-rendered, like stuff that like really didn't look even close to the level of in-game assets. The one mm -hmm. exception was uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, in which case it looked close to the level of in-game assets, but had just like a lot more scenic pieces crammed in in the mm. the footage and the screenshots in this case we have screenshots that like look a little a little smoother a little bigger uh not a little smoother a little smoother a little bigger of stuff that looks a little bit bigger and grander than what you mm -hmm. get in the final game and ultimately that wasn't enough to cross the line over into what they consider misleading and uh i i i find it weird that that still falls into their line that the other thing i found out in this uh video project that i was doing was that in order to cross the line in the u.s to be misleading advertising like they just have to flat out give you an a completely different experience than what their advertising <laughs> even hints at which is mm -hmm. how uh and why blizzard games are allowed to put out commercials that are just entirely cgis of, of cool dudes fighting each other in in a way in place that looks nothing like world of warcraft does uh so yeah that's that's something to, I guess, mm. still be flustered about. Meanwhile, the update improves the interface a little bit. There are now periodic table abbreviations for the elements you go out and gather, which which I would imagine would have saved me a lot of time. You can uh, build bases. <laughs> you can keep farms and stores of materials on, on a planet that you'll consider your home planet, which seems weird to me because the whole point of the game is to uh Explore. gather resources on different planets so that you can jump to other different planets to gather more resources i mean <clears throat> even in that sense i feel like having a base of operations especially in a sandboxy game like look how well it did for fallout 4 mm -hmm. uh I, I feel like having some sort of home is not essential to these kind of games but it definitely helps i think it pulls in a certain a certain type of of gamer i guess the thing and i think this should have been from the start the thing that really confuses me about it though is that the distances you cover in no man's sky are 
depicted as being so in, unfathomably large. Like when it gets to a point where you're going through black holes that land you on like the opposite side of the disk of the galaxy with yeah. like trillions of light years <clears throat> away from where you started. The concept of of having a home base that you instantly teleport to and from really seems to undermine a lot of the the feels that the game does give in the later stages, which I think is like the one thing I like about No Man's Sky is is what I felt was a kind of hidden agenda it was attempting to convey. It, it seemed like uh, the game's built to make you feel like Rick from Rick and Morty. Like uh, the universe is steadily becoming a very boring, uninteresting place as you discover more of it. And it turns all the <laughs> all the wonders of of life, love and and everything as we know it into a, a, a cynical shit pile. And, and it was never you... interesting to begin with, though. And that's like the problem Oof. that any updates it's going to have to have to push out it's on it not, are going to have to though. face. Like, it doesn't even feel good. I don't know how the it new feels update really, does. Really like it just janky feels, and laggy yeah. and sloppy. Yeah, it just like it feels. It feels like I'm playing a tech demo or something when I'm walking around the place. You know, it just doesn't. And then you have these like stupid little aliens that shoot their little beams at you, and you're like, "Stop!" <laughs> like, stop! <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even in the merch. You're just like, stop! <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to understand what the hell is going on right now <laughs> the mental description and the like image i was painting like <laughs> i would love to see like a game grumps animation of, of what you were just describing <laughs> matt just like mining his way on a planet like half-heartedly kind of like picking at everything just being like what the fuck and some shit he's like what that's stop no what Stupid what is his arms yeah. up in the air and it's like just stop stop Everybody fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know if this is going to get me to finish the game, to be honest. I I will have you know that you can uh, buy huge freighter ships that, that stay in orbit. You uh, call them over. They teleport from vast, unfathomable distances across the galaxy to wherever stop. you need them to. Just stop. <laughs> That's what like kills me about this is like the one thing that was impressive <laughs> about No Man's Sky was like, oh, I'm traveling light years across the galaxy. And now all of the teleporting that's going on here really seems to undermine that. Like, well, like when you go through made black the holes, ship, the ship better. They should have just made the ship better. They should have made the ship your home. Yes. Why? What? That's what I thought it was going to be about. Your ship is your your mobile home. You're living in your van, okay? And now, you're you're traveling the universe in your van. That's what I thought. And then you could grip, you know, add a refrigerator in your van eventually. You know, I I think I would I wouldn't mind the ship being your home if you can like if you can get like the fucking pillar of autumn from Halo or something. You know? Yeah, that would be and, cool. Like, yeah, like you said, you can have like freighters above the planet and stuff. That's cool, but like, if you can have like a space base or whatever that you can take to places and you can put put fucking farms on that, that'd be neat. I like the idea of having a home on a planet. Um, but I think No Man's Sky in general, at just seeing all this stuff now, it's making me more appreciate that I actually like localized sort of small open worlds, mm. like. I don't know, like Albion in Fable 2 or something where mm -hmm. it's like 
I can get pretty much anywhere in about 10 minutes, but there's a lot of things in all that and in, in all that anywhere. Yeah. Like. I guess Fable 2 is not the best best example, but it does have a, quite a bit of things, I would say. Not a million things, but yeah, I don't know. I like packed into smaller things and this seems like a lot of nothing in a, a big space. And they're adding like a little bit it's, more, it's gonna, a little bit less nothing to it. It's going to be weird to see them add features that uh, convey the idea that this is a, a city building universe sandbox kind of game. When in reality, what I remember is a really tough and demanding resource management sprint. Mm-hmm. Like remember the, the planets where you're constantly taking ice damage or radiation damage and have to hurry up and get the hell what you need and get out of there and there's all these menus you gotta click through that make it so that you're taking damage while you're clicking through menus because you don't have inventory spaces to put your extra two stacks of radium in the one slot that's being taken up by the red eye of Atlas because you need to carry around ten of them to finish the story. <laughs> See, really imagine do the inter- inter- interview they really need to redo the inventory that's all anyways imagine you you have your ship and eventually you 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 get bigger and bigger ships and you go and explore on the the planet right maybe you take a smaller ship down to the planet maybe or whatever like that and you bring whatever you find there rare materials back to your bigger ship and then you have your plants and all your little farms and stuff like that because yeah exactly in in those rare materials that you have to explore for you can bring it back and create more and as you progress through the game it gets easier and easier and you get more and more (laughs) rewards like that is what i want like when 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 you when you when you see a stream, this game streamed, right? You want to see the ship that they own be like, damn, look at the ship he got. Like, damn, I want to play this game. Don't actually look that cool. It, 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 see, like, they, they did it wrong. They messed it up. They messed <laughs> yeah. it up, man. So the message. You should, you should basically be able to have, like, a fucking Star Destroyer and a bunch of people that work on it. And then you take your Tiderium shuttle down to the fucking Endor. And you, I don't know, pick up some fucking Ewoks and bring them back on board and be like, this is the locals, this is the planet, we're gonna, I don't know, you help them farm or whatever. The, that would have been a cool game. The message I got from No Man's Sky, the, the unintentional art of it is, <laughs> is that planets are really dumb, they're stupid, they're all the same, life is nothing, all you have in the universe is yourself, it's, it's yeah. a, life is a useless rat race to the next black hole that damages you in the process of trying to discover what is ultimately the same thing as what you've already found. Well, was this made no by Jonathan Blow? Like it No was- Man's Sky is the biggest, is the single biggest piece of nihilist art in all time it really is and if they had marketed it as that i feel like it would have gone down way better and i don't even know if they accidentally made the game like that or if they just like (laughs) like intended for it to be a grand romantic adventure but ended up creating a nihilism simulator George, just make a fucking top 10 accidental art games. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I really should. Rainbow Six Siege might be one of those. Yeah. Uh, so you're just going to get a second year of support. You know, it's marketed as like a rollicking, fast-paced shoot 'em up and then you're actually playing it and you're spending a lot of your time being alone and scared and waiting for, for the yeah. inevitable death to come. It's a really good game. Uh, we, got, we got another year coming. Season pass, $30. 
uh, which is likely going to buy you the same more or less time discounts towards stuff you can buy with in-game currency anyway, which seems to be a good strategy for DLC. Everyone, I don't know, like like most of the impressions I'm seeing are, are people who are okay with this. I'm seeing a lot of mm-hmm. people who still really vehemently hate this game, even mm. as people have had a year to discover it's actually a pretty good game. But, uh, Yo, yeah. but TOVG podcast listeners, did you catch that fucking sick stealthy segue? Because there it was. was. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Siege now. Siege is, when did is, we stop talking about No Man's Sky? When did we start talking about Siege? When we started talking <laughs> about accidentally knows? artsy games. <laughs> no, don't tell them where it was. It's stealthy. <laughs> but it's so cute. I really like that idea. Top 10 accidentally artsy games. That, that I, in, You can have that idea. The Sims, I feel like, is, is a good one. <laughs> yeah, actually, probably. The Sims is like the most evil game you can conceive. <laughs> Uh, don't save it for the list will, man don't spoil it so did you guys see the jeff Keighley awards this year yeah it's more or less I like the list not. at this point uh, i saw Mass twitter effect though that's what i heard about that's the only thing i heard I, about i saw five thousand people raging at every single thing that happened like from from Zelda is the best to Zelda is the worst to most most of my Twitter feed last night was what the fuck is this shit? Uh, there was a couple people being like, like, who are these fucking rap guys? And I'm like, hey, man, let's run the jewels back back the fuck off. Run the jewels is good. And then uh, a lot of jokes about the Death Stranding trailer that I didn't watch yet. Which I probably should. And then today he did or fucking uh, Guillermo del Toro was like, fuck Konami yeah, on Twitter. And I thought that was great. This is a real story. I want to know what that's about. <laughs> We will find out, or we won't, but right now there's not much other than Guillermo del Toro having a very, very small Twitter tirade about Ooh. how, quote-unquote, I'm going to actually look it up, but I'm pretty sure I have it memorized, because he more or less said, Konami canceling Silent Hills after PT is the dumbest move I've ever seen. And people have just been like so eager to hear that from the horse's mouth that it's like mm. the most satisfying thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, that, it's that's so pure- good. That's like bottled, distilled vindication. Konami canceling Silent Hills after PT is the most moronic thing I've ever witnessed. There we go. Yeah, that um, and, will hopefully and to become what he quoted his story. own tweet. What he quoted his own tweet and just all caps said "fuck, fuck Konami." Konami. <laughs> so we got another one, another one to join Jim Sterling's yeah. FK Brigade. Yeah. Um, Real quick, I don't know if you guys really give a shit about the the like winners or the actual the awards itself. I I I it don't watch the game awards anymore because last time I watched it, it was like like four of the categories were just like announced off stream while they were playing ads for you know because that's really all the game awards is now. It's just ads. Uh, uh, and then they like they like announce game of the year and everything else is like check the website if you want to know and I'm like no I'm watching the award show because I want to know what the awards are you dumb stupid fuck oh boy are you but, in for a surprise are you ready uh on the winners because I already looked through all of them. a lot of them didn't even get announced during the award show yeah that's what I was hearing yeah why have an award show 
Make the award show twice as long to fit in all your fucking ads. But why have an award show if you're not going to do the awards part of it? There were some very strange decisions made. And this is like, I, I wasn't watching it while it was happening. I was playing Rainbow Six Siege and having fun. Right. But I think next, everybody was doing something else. The next day when I woke up, I, I caught myself up with what was going on. And basically, uh, there are a lot of weird impressions and reviews of the events talking about how there's not a lot of time given to the awards presentations themselves and not even a lot of words describing what the awards are or what they mean or why they picked the one that they did. Like there was one that was best game direction and it was given to developers. Blizzard eventually won, but other candidates included studios like like Naughty Dog and id Software. And id Software is a strange as hell choice for that one because they've made like two games in the past 10 years one of which was a well, remake of doom 3 yeah look looking at this it's uh i'm looking at the actual site right now uh it says recognize a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in a in game direction and design and all these nominees are uh nominated company for game they were nominated for so it's like blizzard for overwatch id specifically for new doom um so it's respawn for titanfall 2 basically a second game of the year award it's like kind of i guess um, it's like good good job on how you handled your game if you really want to look into the like dirt like like the the repulsive bad disgusting business practices of of what the game awards have unfortunately become then see the drama behind the fan creation award where they oh, removed that. two DMCA'd <clears throat> fan-made projects that were, um, um, I don't know, ripping off is a bad word, but basically using the IP of, of a huge sponsor, which was Nintendo of the show. And yeah. uh, so the award ended up being unannounced on the show and went to uh, something that I have Enderall to like Google the shards and of Control order. F to even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys Enderall heard of that the one? Of order. That's a, a Skyrim thing. It might be an Oblivion thing. I, Enderil sounds like like that kind of Tolkien thing, but yeah, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, what it is, but the the travesty is that uh, AM2R needed to be on this list. That is definitively the best fan thing of 2016. What the hell is and inside a Game of the mod. Year? What the hell? In How did he get on there? Uh, inside didn't win. I think it was Overwatch. It, was yeah, yeah, it did, it did get nominated, though. why was it in though. the running, though? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, where's, the, where's the category for best puzzle game? They put best fighting game, and only like four of those came out this year, and they're all on the list because there's only fucking four fighting games this year. And of course, Street Fighter won because why would anything else win? Why is there not a puzzle game thing? Why was The Witness only nominated for one thing? Why does this article misspell Stardew Valley as Stared Valley? Stared Valley. Oh, it's it's like the new the new hit game from Bethesda, Scrim. That everyone's lining up for. You guys remember that? I I don't. I'm interested <laughs> though. <laughs> for the Skyrim midnight release, there's a news reporter that was like on location at like the big release in one of the big, I think it was like big New York game shop or whatever that does all those like massive release nights. And he was like, gamers, gamers all around the city are lining up for the new hit game Scrim. That's yeah. really oh sad. This is really sad. If you Google search for Stared Valley and put it in quotes, like three sources come up that made the same typo in their Game Awards coverage. And I bet it's because they're all copy pasting from some primary source that made the typo first. Yeah. 
Oh. Who, who picks these nominees? Like, I, yeah, does anyone who, right? know? Who? The best the Inside strategy wins game? best indie game? No. Oh, the Witness? Yeah. Yeah. The, the best yeah. VR game is Resin. Why the hell is E Valkyrie on there? Why is Job Simulator on there? Why is Batman Arkham VR on there? Oh my gosh. Uh, wow. Oh, oh, hey, Matt, you want to hear a fun joke? Yeah, sure. I'm game. Okay. What game won the best mobile handheld game of the year over Fire Emblem Fates and Monster Hunter Generations? You guys Take a gotta guess. be Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. Pokemon that, that, fucking Go won. Is it? Yes, yeah, because it's a popularity wow. contest, not a yeah. quality it's, contest. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Fuck. Inside was really that popular? Why the why is it i don't understand i don't understand i played inside i i'm not saying it's a bad game that's not what i'm saying i'm just oh my god i have no idea i have no idea why why some of these are on here wow i'm glad i didn't Uh, watch it because this is a train wreck why here's 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 one of my other favorite things First of all, Uncharted 4 is in every fucking category. I'm surprised they didn't throw it into best indie game like just for the fuck of it. But uh, <laughs> best best performance award. Three of the nominees are Uncharted performances for Nolan North, Emily Rose and Troy Baker. And it's like, wow, shouldn't you can't like shouldn't it be like one of those? Like, also, like, what was the best one in, in Uncharted? Throw it up there. Nolan but, like, North won every single year of vga performance awards i have nothing against i have nothing against that but i have something against the same guy winning every single time also like damn someone's calm down just let him let him stop man the streets are heavy right now okay i'm gonna look up the awards from 2014 i'm curious best performance was troy barker in uh 2014 barker okay 2015 (laughs) troy barker it's baker yeah Uh, yeah, close enough Uh okay okay um wow i huh of course overwatch won most of these things so right which i feel is deserved for the most part but there's some conspicuous there's some weird shit on here like gears 4 on best action game um like like is it's good but is it that good it's pretty good the, it's the pretty winner good. It's, i wouldn't say we should win that's not what i'm saying but the winner in 2015 see, was viva yeah. steifert for her story that seems like that happened yesterday but no yeah. that was a whole year ago dang I remember that because that was a lot of Konami shade. Yeah, I, re- I remember that like it was yesterday. I, I tuned in. That's at when just that's the when right Keeley stepped up, and everyone was like, "All right, Jeff Keeley's pretty cool." Just and for that, just for that it's night, back down to Jeff Keeley's only okay levels again. Oh, yeah. Poor Jeff. Oh, I really uh, hate the best trending gamer award. That's yeah, it's yeah. Like such Boogie? a oh, um. Just in case we have him on this podcast, let me just calm down for a second. I, I actually really like Boogie. Um, but but why is he a trending game? And he doesn't like, do anything. It seems on mean games. to to yeah to more dedicated media outlets that that might not have the same popularity, but might represent games and coverage of games better. Yeah, I'm, who's picking these things? I really want to know. know. Really well, you can you know. can actually you can actually look. I think it's the um. 
fucking, I think it's the bottom of this page of the official website page. Hang on, I'm trying to fucking find it. On the, on the Game Awards website, there's a place where it says these were all selected by this these people, and it's like a list of, of fucking... Um, uh, where is it? Oh, fu- Alright, here it is. Mm-hmm. Following publications submitted ballots for the Game Awards 2016, and it's just a who's who of game websites. GameSpot, Eurogamer, Famitsu. Yeah, yeah I'll link it. Because mm-hmm. um, you'd think really? if even that was the case, then they'd have choices that seem more in touch with what's actually going on. Like, uh, kind of, but then you get some sites I've never even heard of on yeah. here. Uh, Mary Station. Mashable is a weird choice. Uh, Joe Video. The Los Angeles Glixel. Times. Hey. USA Today. Is it just like one one guy from each place? Because like, I would have like to you would think so. like these guys have like no time to play, right? And the ones yeah. that play, you know... Oh, I played inside. Oh, I played inside. Oh, I played inside. It was a good game. It was okay. You know, game of the year. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the inside thing. I just don't see why it's there. I just don't see. It wasn't It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good to be in the game of the year spot. Like, I, can, I feel like really... the only one I see is like, okay, it's the action game. Like, Doom wins. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. A lot of people like there it. Are, there are a couple on here. Like, I think... For multiplayer and game of the year, I agree with the witness as a, as a jury choice. I would have taken fucking uh, the witness. Excuse me, sorry. I was thinking the witness up uh, Overwatch as the jury choice. Mm. Uh, I would have taken the witness for game of the year. Surprised it's not on there for indie game. Definitely would have taken the witness over the rest of these. Um, but you, you obviously know that's but you know you know speaking, I I, I do want to like say that if if our humble listeners actually want to watch a good video games rewards show. Don't give up hope. They exist. The GDC awards and the BAFTA awards are probably what you're looking for. It's just like weirding me out that their list of uh, panelists who submitted nominees are a lot of probably the same publications involved with those. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, also, there was at one point a uh, like a, a shaving, like a razor uh, robot man. Oh yeah, I saw those in Japan. Yeah, it's like like a chic razor, but like they, it was it was like a standing stunts. up robot. Mm-hmm. Um, that so that was apparently more important than most of the awards that they that I would assume people were going to that for. So the way to counter this is to not watch it or talk about it and instead talk about those others, which we've already lost. How do they do it? <laughs> yeah, how? I It's like a big deal because we talk about it, but we only talk about how we don't want it to be a big deal. I want it to be a big deal. I just want it to be good. That's all. But but we could I, make I, my, the other shows good if they had the same level of like hype and promotion behind them. That they don't have that. That's the thing. Is they're more they're more not close to the chest. What is, what is the term I'm looking for? They're more like prim and proper, I guess. At least uh, the GDC one. And it's like this is like hype for the gamers. That's why they have a fucking razor robot man. <laughs> why? 
Like, what does shaving your face have, have like to do with playing? Shaving your face takes precious time away from playing video games. Exactly. Um, also, I didn't make this joke on Twitter because I didn't want to jump into all the the salt storm that Twitter yeah. was. But uh, at this point, Uncharted should just go straight to the Golden Globes or Oscars. I don't even know why it's at the Game Awards anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, though, the fucking gunplay in that game is shit. The puzzles are just basically just move themselves along for it's you. A, it's like, well, all right, well, I play I play it's, Uncharted it, games for an experience. I don't think it's bad. Like, I, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, yeah. That's but what I play it's for. Pra- it's practically just a movie. It's practically a movie. It, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm, a pr- I'm a quite okay good movie. with that. I'm quite okay with Should yeah. it win Game no, of the Year? Nah. No. No, <laughs> it, it it does have you know like crazy good gameplay and all. No, does Not it still really. have the same problems of of the last generations where enemies yeah. just get stupid? Yeah, yes, you know like, but it's fun as hell. <laughs> it's fun as hell. Some of the best sequences in any game, um, and that's pretty much what they're good at. They're good at making these like pushing you towards like the next scene and it's always just super sexy to look at um and that's why people just get all hyped around it but other than other than that yeah there's there's so many other games out there i mean 2016 there's, there's not many stuff out there i'm surprised like hitman even get a little a little oh yeah where's a little handy in the in the bath like come on man it, it uh hitman what was it on hitman's in one of these lists is it best action adventure? Yeah, nominated for best action adventure. Action adventure. <laughs> wow. I yeah, mean, I, I guess would almost pin it as a strategy game. It, it, action adventure could just kind of describe action a adventure lot of is, things. Yeah. I mean, I can't say yeah. that Hitman is not an action, a rollicking action-packed adventure. Uh, like Overwatch got into best action game which doesn't i mean like i guess it is but why even bother double dipping it i guess to when it's like multiplayer or just say shooter i don't fucking know i hate i hate the game awards they're so (laughs) they're just they're just bullshit with ads on top of it and you don't even get to see a lot of the bullshit you just get to read about it the next day and i'm really glad i don't watch this stuff anymore like that's that's the vibe i was getting from tb's video is like wow if i was there watching this like i was watching all the e3 conferences in 2015 i would have just like hated the next day of my life whereas instead i played rainbow six siege and enjoyed myself i would probably not yeah, be in such Overwatch. a chipper good <laughs> laughable mood if i actually watched huh. through the vgas last night yeah also uh i just want to like have like an actual serious question oh. what is the time frame of games that they're looking at I think like, from November onwards last year to this year. Okay, so it's technically a full year cycle, mm-hmm. but starting in the previous November. If it's a if it's a yearly reward, rewards thing, just have it go from January first to December thirty first, and do it in January of the I next agree. year. Be like, that's why that I makes do my more video sense. in January. The Super yeah, Bunny like, Hop Super Legit Game of the Year award will only be given out in Januarys. <laughs> Because <laughs> if, the if, there's just, if there just so happens to be a, a fucking incredible game that comes out in December 2016 and the 2017 awards are like, and the best 
best action adventure game of 2017 goes to Starcraft a game 3. from a year ago. Yeah, it's like, wait, what? Hang on, what? Well, that's it's why just uh, confusing. Siege is one of the nominees for best multiplayer is because that came yeah. out in December of last year, which meant that it, it very unfortunately missed a lot of the game of the year opportunities for last year and probably came out too early to get them for this year. Unless mm. publishers have like not not game publishers, but game media publishers have like a, a drastic change of priorities where they're like, oh, this thing got continually updated and became better in the middle of the year. Maybe mm. that makes it the game of the year for the year after it came out. No, no, no. They're too busy thinking about Inside being the best narrative. <laughs> All right. They're too I busy mean, for it being the best art direction, apparently. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, like last year's uh, might have been way cooler than this year's. You got that Konami shade, her story getting some love. Yeah. I, I also feel like The Witness got a little shafted for being a January release. True, true. Anyways. Overwatch is in every damn thing, too. Jesus Christ. What's, uh, At least yeah. Overwatch is like... I feel like it deserved most of what it... The nominations. Yeah, I don't know about direction. action game, because I don't know what you consider action as a genre. It's a really yeah. shitty genre. Yeah, it is. I, I just mean, have a better genre no name Devil than May action. Cry stuff anymore. Yeah. That, that, that's when you knew. Man, I want the to... The other genres they have are role-playing, fighting, family. Oh, Pokemon Go got that one. <laughs> Strategy. Strategies occasionally a very thin genre sports oh. and racing best esports game best esports player yeah best esports player is Overwatch I was surprised best esports game why right i get that they're building it out and it's becoming a lot better L- league had a way stronger showing like league's esports is great street fighter i don't know street fighter 5 has been kind of lacking but also like I don't know about Overwatch being best esports fun, game. These are the fan picked ones. Fun though. coincidence. They have a reward for most anticipated game, and it goes the, to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, who had the big sponsored exclusive gameplay reveal that there was a good chunk of the show's time. These are these are fan voted. Uh those are fan voted? Yeah, it's fans choice starts at best esports player, but mm. um but yeah, I agree that the fact that the Game Awards opened with a big ass Zelda trailer and they like were like, be sure to tune in early for the big ass Zelda trailer. I'm sure that everybody when they were voting was like, oh, I can't wait for the big ass Zelda trailer. And then they just fucking voted Zelda. I agree that it's probably the most anticipated on this list, but. Like, it, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Isn't... probably like legit. It just seems dirty. See, I, I like want to yeah. wash my hands. It's... Yeah, watch that. Watch that. Doritos dust off your hands. Get yeah, that let's, cheese dust. let's go wash our hands now and, and take a good hygienic break from from getting sweaty and dirty with, with the, the TOVG boys. Uh, amazing. Amazing. So so before we all go to the bathroom together to wash our hands together, <laughs> yes. uh, where, yeah. where can we find each other in the meantime? Oh, um, you can find <laughs> my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sundergamer a bit sparse for content in the past month but it's because i'm working on stuff i want 2017 to start off with a lot of consistency more more new things and i want to get into a groove again i was kind of like barely making one video a month and i don't want to like last week be like fuck i need to come up with something i want to like stockpile and get a good schedule going so you can find me there or you find me on twitter at sundercr uh 
yeah, I think next year is going to have some like let's playing stuff on my side channel again. I'm going to be doing D and D campaign, uh, like recap blogs because I've been having a lot of fun with D and D. Uh, how about you? And, Matt, and other things, Matt Matthew Visual. Uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Visual. Um, really? I am a little bit. Uh, yeah, I did. Are a you sure that's today. the right name? Yeah, that, that is that is the. It could be wrong. The, that is a defeated man. Oh, it, it, it is talking. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I you want one stuff job, out, but and, and like I just I do turn into a I do want person. one job, but I have <laughs> a lot of things going on. So there is, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a schedule going as well, just like Jimmy, um, to kind of use my day offs uh, wisely when I'm not trying to do errands and stuff like that, and uh, try to get it's some videos hard, out there. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do, especially because most of my videos take so long to. Uh, especially edit. with that fantastic new YouTube algorithm shift that's fucking everything right now. Oh yeah, that, I'm gonna get like a good thousand views on on this next video. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, you and me, you and me both. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get those thousand views. You're not even gonna get them. You're gonna upload it, and my channel's just gonna be like <laughs> a little bit. Get, yeah, get a uh, couple of those ads, AdSense sense. I'm gonna like my, wait and see before panicking. Like maybe. See all the three weeks of, of next videos do on my channel, youtube.com slash bunny hop show. Speaking of which, if you guys <laughs> want to support our channels and stuff now more than ever, uh, especially now that we know a little bit more of the details of the YouTube change, like if you like the video, actually click the like button and if and just leave a comment and it doesn't even have to be relevant. Just fucking say the word pinata or something. It doesn't matter. That's all YouTube sees is like, oh there's another comment on this video it must be good so like Which legit they've, seriously they've wow. away from in the past but but they're rolling back on it now uh george and... socks are coming back in mid-december uh they oh, won't shit. be able to ship them out in time for the holidays though so i don't know how like well that'll do but oh, but in case uh you guys want some george socks and didn't get a chance to the first time there will be another george socks campaign coming up within i don't know like two weeks uh, should have called them. You should have called them George Feetman. George Feetman, Super Bunny Socks. There's, there's <laughs> Super Bunny Socks is, is better. That is, that is a better one. George but, Feetman. But I'm I'm beginning my media empire here. Before you yeah. know it, I'm gonna have my name on on a tower on Fifth Avenue, and eventually the White House. Right. Make America <laughs> white again. Start with with George Socks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I got Final Fantasy make- 15 coming up. Battlefield One coming up. Titanfall Two coming up. Big names, oh, so I'm gonna see I, how how YouTube algorithms fuck that or not, and then we'll when are you, panic. When are you? Not. Have you started Titanfall Two yet? Not yet. Okay, let me know when you do it and plan on jumping into multiplayer. Because I actually a wonderful fan uh, of my of a fan that I have met several times in IRL. Great guy, uh, rerun sent me the game, and I Ooh, want on to PC play it, or. So. Yeah, on PC. So Ooh. if so, I'd like another person to play with. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'll I'll hook you up with the Discord then. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's make making plans on the air. Let's uh, that are, are irrelevant to so many other people. <laughs> our, our, Sorry, all right, guys. All right, boys. Let's Sorry. wrap it up. Let's hit the showers. Let's wash our hands. Oh yeah. Hit the showers yeah. together, right? Hit the showers. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. You guys we'll don't, see you next week. Slap ass, right? Next week on uh, video games tonight with mind. Greg Woodsman. <laughs> Take it away, Fred Durst. It's just one of those days.
everybody sucks You don't really know why But you wanna justify Ripping someone's head off No human contact And if you interact Your life is on contract Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker It's just one of those days Stay, stay, stay Get fucked up. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker.